How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. John Ryder back with you here on Celtics Rewind. And as he typically is as well, joining us, Paul Flannery, who's out in Los Angeles. Check out paulwei.com and, of course, on Twitter as well. At Pflands. Uh, first off, Paul, I, I don't know. I know you've covered this team for a while, and do, is this at least heading into this game, Paul? Did it start, you know, dawn on you? This is the last time we could be seeing some of these faces in these uniforms. You know, I hadn't even thought about that, John. Except everybody in Los Angeles is bringing that up today. <laughs> and you know, I'm not even sure the Celtics really think it. They're not really in that mode right now. You know. Um, but I think, you know, after today, it, it does start to sink in. These, are, these teams are going to change pretty dramatically, pretty dramatically. I'm not sure if they're going to change on Thursday, but next year, I think, you know, you're looking at, you're looking at a significantly different cast of characters yeah. when these two teams play. Uh, well, just simply, what a tremendous game today. I mean, it didn't seem yeah. like the makings of that in the first quarter, that's for sure, but this was one of the better games. I thought this was a much... I don't even think he compare it much better game than the than the first matchup, the overtime game in Boston. Oh, no, no comparison. No comparison. And, you know, it's funny, John, in the first six minutes, first quarter, I was sitting there thinking they're in big, big, big trouble because they got the Chris Wilcox news. They're down now two of their top four, you know, big players right. against this team. And you just thought, wow, it's just not going to happen. And you know what? They're, they played really well on the on the glass. And, and I thought Brandon Bass was terrific on Gasol. And Greg Stinsma played some good minutes. But, you know, eventually eventually that size will get to you. And Bynum, Bynum was huge down the stretch. He was. That athletic tip in. And that's what it was. It was, uh, you know, and they, they, I think they did a pretty good job for the most part in this game, especially early taking away Kobe Bryant, because they knew they had those terrible matchups with, with Bynum and Gasol. So they had to key on, on, on Kobe. Uh, but you're right. Just in the end, it was just too much. That that size and that length, and and I also yeah. give and lastly, um, uh, of course, I give the Lakers good credit too. Uh, awareness on that final play, you know, knowing that they'll probably go with a misdirection with Ray Allen. I thought Gasol did a good job fighting through those screens. Yeah, they did a really good job. They disrupted the whole thing, and you know, actually, you know, Rondo wound up getting a really good look out of it. Yeah, but no, no, the Lakers did a really good job on that. And, you know, Mike Brown takes a lot of criticism for a lot of reasons. But that guy can that guy can coach some defense, and they were they were very well prepared for that final play. Yeah, I was also impressed too, uh, Paul. I mean, despite the loss with the Celtics' offense, they get thirty three assists on on 30, 39 makes, and Rondo played much better really for uh, after that. Really got going there in the second quarter and beyond. Yeah, you know, I'd have to look it up, but I thought this might have been Rondo's best game against the Lakers in the regular season. I mean, he was that I can remember. He was terrific. He was really good. He attacked the entire game. There were no lulls. Even you know, even when he wasn't making shots in the first quarter, he was still attacking. And ten assists. Rondo was great. He was really, really good. And that's you know, if you didn't take anything from this, that's that's definitely that's definitely something positive you can take out of this. By the way, uh, Paul, with the, all the trade rumors and everything swirling around with Dwight Howard, and I know he's desperate to go to New Jersey and it seemed at one point anyway the Lakers were one of those teams who was interested if I was Otis Smith in the Orlando GM trying to do whatever I I take to get the the Lakers you know 
get would you take your chances with Bynum? I would over a Brooke Lopez I, trade. I'm not sure the Lakers would give up Bynum. You don't think so? No. For Dwight no. Howard. I mean that's you know, it's you know that that's 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 what I hear out here is that they are they are sold on Andrew Bynum and he is the project of Jim Buss, Jerry Buss's son, who's taking taking a more active role. And that's his guy, and they're not they're not they're not dealing him. I guess you know, I suppose that could change, but it is very quiet on that front out here. Yeah. Well, is part of that too, Paul? Probably. And I like Bynum as a player. I know he's had his injuries, but uh, he's had a great season. Is that just because of them being frugal now? The Lakers being being a little bit cheap, yeah. Summerson. Yeah, that's that's definitely a part of it. I mean, that's that's why that's why you hear Gasol out there. I mean, like the minute they get rid of of Bynum and Gasol, it's like you know everybody say when the Red Sox get rid of Manny and Ortiz. Right. You know, yes, please break up that 3-4. That's what everybody around, around baseball used to say about that. I don't care how big a headache they are. Please break that up. And these guys aren't a headache necessarily, but, yeah, the minute that goes away, this, this Lakers team becomes very ordinary. Uh, do you, do you uh, think that, uh, in, in looking at the situation now, actually, let's get an update. What, what's the latest on Wilcox? You probably know what everyone else does, just more tests, right? Yeah, he's getting more tests. Um, so, apparently, he has had – it's, it's a tricky situation. I don't want to. I don't want to get out bad information on, on the radio. But he he uh, the incomplete information, I should say. But he's had he, he's been getting checked regularly for four or five years, and something came up. And now he's going for more tests, and they're not sure when he's going to be back or if he's going to be back with the team right now. And it's a little you know it's a little confusing. So that's why I don't want to leave a wrong impression right. or anything. It's, no one really knows exactly, um, and it's frightening and it's scary. And this is the second time this has happened to this team this year. And, and they're really, there's no question. These guys are reeling a little bit because of this, you know, yeah. and not just on the court, but in the locker room and that sort of thing too. So um, I would not expect Chris Wilcox back for a while at least. Yeah. Uh, it's unbelievable. What are the odds of that, Paul? I mean, uh, uh, well, not only yeah. one, but now two on, on a team in the season. Yeah. It's, you know, and look, I mean, no one has to, no one has to go over the history of the franchise. We all know. Um, it's, but you know, as Doc Rivers said before the game, we're not unlucky. We're lucky. We're lucky that, that it was caught, whatever, whatever it is. And, um, so now you kind of, you know, you hope the best for the guy and, and you hope things work out. Now, if let's say just uh, hypothetically, he can't go for the rest of the season, what do they do then? Do they just look at free agents, D league guys, uh, make a minor yeah, move? What do you think they do? That's the big question right now, John. And it's become a very important issue for them because, Jermaine O'Neal is out. We're not sure about him either. Uh, last week it didn't sound at all like he was coming back, and maybe he still isn't. I'm not sure. Um, but they need somebody. They desperately need somebody. They say they are not going to, you know, they're not going to make a panic trade to save this season, which they shouldn't, frankly. They should not. But they need, to get some, they need to get some more people in here. And, you know, um, the D-League is notable for a lack of big men. I haven't checked it out recently, but, you know, if you're a good, if you're a good big man, you're probably not in the D-League. It's a good league. It's just not a good league for, for, for bigs. Um, you know, Joel Prisbilla was, was one of the guys who was out there. He signed Portland a, a week or two ago. Not a lot left. No, there's not. We shall see. No, I was looking at some of these unbelievable names out there, like DJ Benga and uh, yep. and Fashenko and Ged Zurich and – Former Laker, Derek character. There's not. There's not a heck of a lot out there. No, there really isn't. There really isn't. And you know, like you want a body, yeah, but you want a guy who can play a little bit too, because you know what's the point? And I think you're going to see a different. You are going to see a different looking Celtics team while this while this works itself out. They're going to go smaller. They're going to try to go more up tempo. 
you will see Sasha Pavlovich play sort of four in uh, it's the smaller lineup. And they will try to take advantage of uh, – they will try to – it's weird talking about the Celtics like this, but they're going to try to take advantage and turn it around the other way and go faster on to you. And, you know, maybe that will benefit Rondo a little bit. We'll see. You, you give the Lakers a shot in the West? I give them a shot, yeah, if they keep the, if they keep the two seven footers and they got you know I mean you have to beat them just like you have to beat the Celtics and uh, the West I'm still not sold on Oklahoma City as a, as an out and out favorite I think they're the favorite but I'm not sold on them as you know as a as a as a just cruise to the playoff kind of a team so absolutely I give them a shot yeah now tomorrow night's going to be I would think difficult uh, considering you mentioned running well the the Clippers yeah. do that. And this is also, at least they don't have to travel the Celtics, but <laughs> Bass and Garnett, uh, plenty of minutes for the starters today. Yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be really tough tomorrow. It'll be interesting to see how they go because you'd like to have Garnett on Blake Griffin, but that would leave Brandon Bass on DeAndre Jordan, and, and I don't think they want to do that. So there'll be a tough matchup. And, you know, the, the one good thing for the Celtics is the Clippers are playing now. They're playing in, in a couple right, of hours. Right, right. No, I actually just saw them walking in as we were on the, as we were on the phone. But, um so that, that that's that's the one thing, but no, nah, this and you knew this was going to happen on this trip. The, the, the that the, the the this game was going to be really tough for them. The on Saturday when they go to Denver, it's going to be really difficult. And you know that's why you want to try to win these games. Yeah, that, this this is the toughest road trip I think of the season. I I don't think it's the well. I, I'd like to get your opinion because I actually think April's a tougher month than March. April's tough. This is the toughest trip though. No, I agree with the you toughest know. trip, uh, especially that you know go, uh, Denver to Atlanta, and yeah, you know, I mean, the, yeah, there's some bad, <laughs> you know, tough travel here and tough teams as well that they have to face. Some athletic oh, teams. Oh, absolutely. And uh, the one good thing, if you you know, if, if, if what what they say is the one good thing is that they are traveling back through time zones, so it's not like. You know, usually when you come back off the West Coast, you come back east, and then you're still you're still on West Coast time. So, you know, I guess that's one good way to look at it. But no, this is every guy in there has said this is the longest trip they've ever seen, and you know, Garnett said it's all messed up. You know, but that's hey, every team's got one like this. And this is this is what they got now. But you're right, April is no picnic at all. Yeah, just because I, I just think I look at the back to backs and the home road, home road, they keep going back and forth. But there's no no question, no one could argue that this is the toughest trip when you got eight games in four different time zones. Uh, throughout the trip, and also just some of the opponents in the back-to-backs as well. Sure, absolutely. And, you know, I mean, we, we were talking about this a little bit last week, but this is why, at this point, it's not worth it keeping an eye on, on Philly, you know? Get, get through this trip and see where you are, and then and then worry about the about the playoffs. I mean, this whole season is about survival more than anything. Right. No, I'm you with know? you. I'm with you on that. They are three games back of Philly. I mean, it will be – tough to do i mean it is some some things really have to break their way by the way what's what's wrong with the knicks now lastly leave you with, uh, <laughs> with this uh i i know that the defensive end and tyson chandler has been hurting but they've dropped five in a row well you said it and we might need another radio show to talk about to, to diagnose the knicks problems because they are many they have a lot but you know what john this is this is what happens when you come up with a new plan every three months right well said as always from you paul and uh, hey, enjoy the uh, enjoy this uh, crazy long road trip out there in the West. I'm sure I'll be talking to you at some point soon. You thought you were about to say enjoy the weather, but you guys are having better weather out there than we are. Well, what, here. Why? What's I heard it was what it was uh, kind of cloudy, overcast in L.A. today. Overcast, fifties. Yeah, not not a great day in L.A. Not at all.
Well, hopefully it gets a little better for you tomorrow out there so you can Thank enjoy you. it. But you're always working so hard. I know. I never see the sun. Yeah, there you go. Well, keep up the great work, Paul, and appreciate it. Thanks, John. All right. Okay, Paul. Anytime. Yep, excellent. Paul Flannery of WEI.com, and you can also uh, check him out on Twitter at PFLANS. By the way, if you want to check me out on Twitter, that's fine as well, at uh, John D. Ryder. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.